Web DDT. We're back for another broadcast. Yes, I'm indoors today. Still, uh, did get a new phone, but I haven't mustered up the energy yet to actually get it going. So it's sitting over there in a the box. Um, actually got it a couple of days ago. So I'm not procrastinating or being lazy. I just usually pick my times when I do stuff like that so that it goes smoothly. And as I was sitting here saying that, I was just uh, looked up at my TV because it's on. Okay, so I've got my laptop out and I'm recording this, right? And I'm sitting here with ridiculousness on. I'm watching it right now. And um, I just watched a guy on a on a, uh, arc, on a ATV, little ATV, freaking just cruise across the top of a lake. You know, skimming across the top of a lake. Really hauling ass. And right when I said that. And so I looked up and saw that smoothly. He was smoothly cruising. But I realized something, too, while I was watching it, dude. It was smooth because his wake coming off the back of that RTV, ATV, off the off the wheels off the ATV, it was spitting up a wake, and that wake was actually smooth all the way across. Stayed the same all the way across. I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. But yeah, <laughs> interesting, funny. I uh, couldn't time that better anyway. So on we go. So why am I talking today? Uh, it's on Monday. It's not a Wednesday, you know. And I'm out of the pocket on this. I started doing them on Sundays and and Wednesdays, and guess what? It's <laughs> After the first season, it changed. <laughs> Lots of things changed. A lot of things changed. I got sick there for a little while, too, right? And so I was doing my podcasting, but I wasn't talking to you guys. But I never talk, really really talked to you guys about being ill during that during that time. But here just last year, I was ill ill through some of those podcasts. But I was still doing the podcast because I love the podcast. Um, it's part of my therapy, if you want to put it that way. It helps me to open up, stay open so that I stay open. See? Open up, stay open, so you stay open. Why is that important, Daniel? Well, I do like to spend time outside my body, and <laughs> I'm not kidding, I do, and um, and it's a blast. And uh, the more open I am, the better. And plus, I'm on, you know, my life is completely different. Eight, eight or nine years ago, when it was it, 2014. How many ever years it's been? Like seven, eight years ago, or six, or three, or one, or whatever. And a fuck year this is. <laughs> I know it's 2022, everybody. Sometimes uh, I miss, I just get, you know, like going, man, what year is this again? You know, so the other day, two days ago, I was doing, did that with my birthday, you know, saying to somebody, yeah, I'm almost in my 60s. I'm like, wait a minute, I am 60. I just turned 60 on October 14th. Well, you know, I don't feel that way, though. I don't even feel like I'm in my 60s. I don't at all. It's kind of strange, but when I look back through my life, and I know you guys probably think this way, too, but. Or have noticed just seems like I've done a lot more than what I've been able to have like, actually have time to do in a lifetime. I mean, fuck, when I start talking about stuff, there's stuff that comes up while I'm talking about stuff. And everybody's going, what are you crazy? How are you able to do all that? And I go, that was just in one part. I'm thinking of stuff right now that I didn't even think about before that went along with this story that was even more. And stuff that happened before that and then years before that other things. And I'm like, oh my God. I think we measure time different. Time is not measured right. It's just, we don't have the right measurement on it because I swear, not only have I been here before, but I've been here, here this time. I've had a lot more years here than what my life measurement is. I can't explain it. And now I've had some strange time anomalies and I've had a lot of them. I mean, different things too. Now I've had week shifts, month shifts, uh, days missing, days gaining, going backwards and forwards in time. And if you listen to any of my podcasts, any of my past podcasts, listen to them all because it's all in there. I mean, when it was half, some of this is right when it's happening. Like just this last one, it happened. 
I can't, I'm not kidding you. Uh, I can't go into it because I can't talk about it all the way. And so I only want to say this. Uh, my birthday was on a Wednesday, and then all of a sudden it was on a Friday. Uh, and that happened after I let go of something here just recently. And I'm not kidding you, it really did. Um, but I realized something, too. The shift that happened um, when I let go of somebody. I asked somebody if they wanted me to help them overcome something because I can help them. I have the power to do that. I have the ability to do that. I have the wisdom to do it. And I have, the, I have done it successfully many times with many people. And so I've, you know, been, I've been doing this for many, many years. Um, specialize in deliverance ministry. I specialize also in, uh, I was doing a lot of um, youth ministry work too for a lot of years. And so I had a lot of troubled youth and I helped a lot of people, a lot of uh, families, uh, troubled families get back together. Families that were broken. God had me working with the youth and it was just something I would say to one of them, but it would change the way they would see the situation with their parents. And all of a sudden now they're restored to their parents. And Adam, these families actually, I'm not kidding you. This is, this is just, a gift I have. I don't know why I have that gift. I just do. It's just something that's natural for me to do. And I, it's just a certain way I look at things. And um, <laughs> sometimes it bothers some people because they're, I think they get jealous or something. I don't know. But I don't get jealous of anything that anybody else has. I mean, there's been times where I've like said, man, I wish I had that. But it wasn't out of jealousy. I said it was more out of, wow, I'd truly like to enjoy that. You know? I mean, how many times have we guys girls whoever's listening to this podcast looked at somebody else and said damn i wish i had that hat or doggone hat looks cool or man them shoes look gorgeous don't they i would they would look real pretty on my feet you know you see what i'm saying we all do it there's nothing wrong with that just being human that was my water bottle by the way so i'm sitting here in my chair and i'm watching ridiculousness and i'm not just doing that i'm also surfing the internet on youtube i love youtube because you know I can find all kinds of cool stuff on there. And I was checking out some really cool stuff on YouTube. And just kicking back and I thought, man, I've really been wanting to talk about this since I talked about it the other day. I wanted to bring more to the topic and say more about it. And so the other day I brought out three topics. One of them I just mentioned was letting go of something. And when I let go of that situation I let go of, um, I just like, I could help. I could help you. And they said, no, don't help me. It's okay. I don't want any help. I said, okay, I got to move on then. So and that's what you do. You know, you find if they do say that, you move on. Talk to God, you release it over to Him, but release yourself from any responsibility, especially if it's his family or anything like that, right? So I'm like, okay, no worries. And so when I did, I noticed a shift right away, but not as apparent as the next day when I looked at the calendar again. Because I'm like, good, my birthday's coming up, and all of a sudden it was gone. I was like, what the fuck? I wasn't on Friday, man. No, 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 no. This whole year, I know when my birthday is. I'm not stupid. I mark it down. I got it written on the wall over there. I had it written on the wall over there. What day it was and everything. And I looked at the calendar the day before that. And it was still on a Wednesday. And all of a sudden, it's on Friday. And I'm like, what the hell? But I see, this is, I know it shocks me. But it's also something normal, too. Because I've had some fucking strange-ass shit happen with time. I'm not kidding you. I swear to God, I've been here before. Many times it happens all the time, and as I get older, it's happening more. If I show up in a picture somewhere, I know I was here. If I showed up in another city, I know I was here. Man, there's been times where I've, I know we all have doppelganger, right? People say, hey, man, I've seen you down somewhere, blah, blah, blah. How come I have 20 of them? No, 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 no. There's 20. I counted them. I got them written down in a book. I keep track of certain things. I know it's weird, but I, I do this because I have... have strange freaking things happen with time time speed not time slowing down it's not me people say when I, when sometimes 
I'm not going to get into this too much, but sometimes I become a blur once. And I'm like, how do I, well, I don't have Flash's gift. I can't run fast or anything. You know, how do I become a blur all of a sudden? And when I'm a blur, I'm like, I'm like going, wait a minute. Well, everything was, I was moving normal. Everything else is slowing down. That's not my brain. That's theirs. That's outside my body. That's their brain seeing something. And me going, wait a minute. What I'm seeing, I'm telling them what I'm seeing in the middle of what's going on when the action's happening, whatever it is. And, um, you know, and it's like, man, does anybody else have this? I did find out there are other people. I've ran into some, and um, some of them are a lot like me in, in that respect, but very different. We're very different people altogether, though. We have different, did we, but aren't we all, though? I mean, really, I mean, think about it. Now that I think about it, we are. You know, I was watching the news today, and it was blowing me away because things are escalating and popping in different places and we don't hope there's tension going on but i noticed when i walked outside guess what it was one of those days no tension in the air another one of those days like it was a couple of weeks ago and i noticed it right away i walked out and went whoa it was peaceful quiet still too, still is it was quiet when i walked down the road i walked in the walk went on my walk i walked down the road my friend down there that has a squirrel in his yard that i helped get back the squirrel get back over on the inside of the fence oh yeah by the way i saw the squirrel i'll get into that on the way back it, it, on the way when it right yeah, when it comes up again here in a few minutes. But check this out, man. I stopped and talked to Steve for a minute, and he said the same thing. He goes, isn't it strangely quiet today? I go, you noticed it too. I go, yeah. And it stayed that way. Day before, you know, which is yesterday, there was a lot of tension in the air. But I also noticed at the airport, not a lot of noise over there. Actually, there wasn't any. And also yesterday, the military were doing maneuvers out in the desert. We can always hear them. You know, firing your freaking mortars and stuff off. It's cavalry we have out here. And um and uh, air cavalry and but they weren't doing maneuvers. It was the ground cavalry we have out here. We have the uh, the cavalry out here and some other and some other people out here, chasing tanks and stuff like that. But we have artillery and stuff like that too as well. And they were out there firing them off, and you can hear them. That, you can hear it as close. It's always mellow, but it's usually a couple of days after, but not the next day. I noticed that today. It was pretty cool. Still mellow. So there's tension in the air. So at times, man, you watch the news and I'm thinking, man, it's gonna be crazy outside. But it wasn't. I was like, wow. Now, I don't know about you guys, where you're at, but here it was mellow and it was nice. And I'm glad because that means there's going to be a low, low field of drama. In other words, I do everything I can to keep my life drama-free. It's other stuff that happens that, that comes in on you, you know, it presses in from other people and stuff. And so there was, it was low-key and it was great. And I thank God because <laughs> I had a peaceful day. And I relaxed. I did go, go for a walk. I relaxed. Yesterday I got a massage because I needed it. My back was out. Sciatics freaking bothering me again. Because it's hard to keep that thing out of the out of the freaking slot. And I'm sitting there stretching right now a little bit because it's tight. But it's how to keep keep the sciatic nerve out of that slot. Once it gets in the slot and it gets pinched in there, it's hard to get it out. But once it pops out, it's great. But um, sometimes you need a massage, man. I get a massage once a month. I need it and it works. And it's good. It tunes me up. But I'm also an energy worker, you know, working in the human energy field, if you want to put it that way, biofield. I, I can see, I see our energy, I see it, uh, especially when I'm doing work. It's a spiritual gift I have, it's just I'm a healer. I know that, I made peace of that a long time ago. Everybody kept telling me that, and I was like, I didn't understand what they meant, but I've always been interested in healer, and I stayed on this path, and so when I get sick or something like that, like I did last year, it was caused from stress. It's never anything like I catch a cold or something like that. It's stress that causes me to get sick. And um, so I say I keep the drama low. I know what I know because it's the HIV and stress does it to me. Now before I could handle stress no problem, 
but I kind of wasn't though because I was pretty pissed off most of the time and if um if you got cocky with me too much I'd fucking just I'd just, <laughs> just I'd get so cocky I'd push you into a fight that's what I'd do I never actually went and like did stuff like to you know smarten off to people and stuff like that I didn't like that because I wasn't like that but um if you fucking smart off to me I'd take it a couple times but after a while I get tired of that I got tired of that and I got tired of turning my other turning the other cheek and I got tired of getting pushed down I got tired of being beat up because I'm smaller than everybody and as I was younger than most people I hung around with and then also on top of that um, they always underestimate me everybody does everybody does with everything I haven't found a person yet that won't underestimate me Are you, if I do I don't even know well let's see I got a friend named Vinny you guys have heard about him in the past I um you know done a lot of healing work on him actually miracle miraculous healing work just from prayer even sometimes not even laying hands on him over the phone one time and you guys heard about that story you go back through my my podcast you'll hear about that it was a miracle and a half he was freaking choking to death to death in the hospital they were going to do a tracheotomy on him and he said wait a minute <laughs> when the phone rang his wife called me and said Vinny's in the hospital pray for him please he's gonna have to have they're gonna cut a hole in his throat and I went what so I said, hold the phone up. They were in the, in, and they were in the emergency. And you know, she's not even supposed to have a phone in there. And Vinny goes, wait for a second. My friend's going to pray. Let him pray. And she got, so the doctor said, okay. And I said, hold the phone up. She was standing there holding the phone up in the air. And I prayed really loud. And I, I know what I prayed. And I'm exactly what I said. I'm not going to talk to you guys about it because I don't need to, I'm not trying to boast. What I'm trying to say is, is that it happened exactly the way we said it. Bam. And his throat opened. They didn't have to do the trick. And uh, he was able to get, he started breathing. <gasps> Uh, he was all the way over on the other side of Eagle, and he went clear over here to the St. Luke's and Eagle on Eagle Road. But he was way in the hell out there by Floating Feather Road. I mean, uh, not Floating Feather, but out by Beacon Light Road. On Beacon Light and Eagle Road, that's where he was at. He had to go all all the way down. That's a long ways he had to drive. He got to the hospital before he fucking went out. Jumped in the van and took off. Drove himself to the hospital. Couldn't call an ambulance. Didn't have his phone, and nobody was there working with him that day. But... Uh, Think his son was actually there, worked with him, but he had to stay there on the job. Is what I meant to say. And Vin, but Vinny drove himself to the freaking hospital. Man, crazy. I was I couldn't breathe. His throat closed off. He had some uh, bacteria build up in there. We don't know what it was, but once, once he rebuked it, and you know, prayed and told him to leave, and in Jesus' name, he left too. But see, we have authority in Christ's name over everything. A lot of people don't know that. But there's some things we don't have authority over, like dating. And that's what I wanted to talk about tonight. So this is a long build-up, right? 14-minute build-up to dating. And I touched some things. There's some loose ends. I know there is. They're on purpose. Let's just keep us thinking. Because this podcast is all about being outside, thinking outside the box. But really, really, we get closed off and get inside that box. We get closed off. Guess what happens? We'll start dissolving. And I'm not kidding either. I'm not talking about dissolving physically. But then again, disease, that dissolves us. It's dissolved our time, our life, our lifespan. You know, come on, man. Our joy can dissolve our, our, our enjoyment on the earth, our enjoyment in life. Our, our, life. our real purpose is to grow. But in order to do that, you have to enjoy life. Because if you're not enjoying life, you go backwards. You dissolve. You diminish. You dissolve. You, you diminish. Hey, have you noticed this? When people get older, they like start getting smaller and shrinking. I'm not going to let that happen to me. I, I think I figured out why this morning while I was doing dishes. This is just off the side. We're going to get into the dating thing in a second. Um, I was thinking this and I thought, I think I know why. Because we carry all of our crap and it weights us down for one thing. 
But not only, we always think gravity pulls us down, right? And it does, it does pull us down. But it's not the gravity pulling us down that causes us to sag and all that. It's our freaking lives, the stress, the world, the weight of the world, the freaking crap. When you lift off the weight of the world off somebody, when they finally release it, actually they release it. Actually, we don't lift it off. We do every all the work to prepare a, an opening for them to release it into, like a vacuum so they can release that crap off. When you do that, have you ever noticed how a person starts to stand up a little bit more straight? Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, if you think you're shrinking, you'll shrink. If you think you're growing, you'll grow. What I've noticed is people that get real negative get away from abundance. They leave that and they get into this scarcity mentality or a lack mentality. And guess what happens? They shrink. That's exactly what happens. I saw that this morning at sink and I went, what? Wait, is that connected? But it really is because it's in the mind where our life is. We generate from our mind our world around us. Everybody does it. We all do it. We say we want something, we go and we, 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 the creative juices go right out and, and get it, basically. And it happens. Eventually, it becomes a reality. Everything you see around you was a thought by someone or something. Uh, something meaning, meaning some, not, not a person on the earth, uh, like perhaps God or whatever that looks like in whatever way God looks because we don't know. You know, whatever that means, but God, I, I believe creator, but well, I don't know what the creator looks like. I know this is this, 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 the face of his son, I know, but I don't know. You know, I know his daughters and his children, I know them, you know, I know some of the angels, I know them. I've seen their, seen them, I've seen their form and seen their face, seen them, talked with them a lot of times and stuff over the years. But the truth is, is that <laughs> they're in his presence, they glow. He's got a glow, light, I guess, and light you can't look at, you know. That's what it says in the scriptures, and I believe it too, because when I was in heaven, there was a light there that I couldn't look at, and I was going to die if I looked anymore. I tried to, kept trying to look. There's so much energy in this light, this field of light. It was so crazy. It was like, and it was just like so much energy. It was like, and I'm pulsating too on top of it, which is trippy. Because I was like, whoa, and it's just, just pure light, and I don't know what, it was not, it was like force, like, not, not like, 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 like an energy force like we know. It's, it's hard for me to explain, I can't even put freaking, there's no reference for my mind, in my mind, I'm looking for references. There's nothing I can reference it to, other than more intense than the sunlight, and, but more pure than the sunlight. Because even the sunlight in this light is still like the lamp to us, compared to the sunlight. Are you understanding what I'm saying? If you're a photographer, an artist, or somebody who likes to read a lot, or just a plain person who's got some understanding, you'll get what I'm saying. Because have you ever done something inside? I try to read inside the house under the lamps and stuff. It sucks. I go outside, man, in the sunlight. Bam, boy, I can see everything. Yeah. I like to do my photography in the natural light. That's why I like taking a lot, take a lot of plant shots, a lot of you know flowers and stuff like that, because I love the way flowers look anyway. They're beautiful. And they really, really nice captures too. And sometimes they'll just sit so still and go, wow, man, cool, you know. But anything, though, but outdoor stuff, that's the outdoor light. You get better, better pictures of outdoor light. Plus, if you know how to use angles, you can do some cool trick photography with it too. Well, you can do that with lamp light too as well. I mean, hell, I ghosted myself one time outside at nighttime with a little small lantern sitting on a stool that barely gave any light off. I took a picture of myself and I actually the fence on the background showed up right through my shirt and my my body and everything. 
then my friend says, you go see yourself. And it's not really, it's actually, it's a forward print of that fence. <laughs> you, you do, I can do it with my move, moved camera. I can do it with, you know, you can do it when you move your camera when you're taking a, a speed, long speed shot, you know, where the aperture opens for a long time and you take a long shot at night. You get like light streaks and things like that. And you just move the camera a little bit. I just wiggle my camera on the stand and move it around and get all these crazy lights and shit. It's pretty cool stuff, man. I love it. And that's some of my favorite photographies, too. It's just called trick. It's just trick, a trick in the camera to, you know, the way the light comes in. You know, you're just dan dancing with light. You're just playing with it. Playing with the way the light comes in the camera. Well, you know, when you're, 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 you're in the presence of God, I guess, you know, and in the presence of the Lord Jesus, just there's so much joy coming out of God so much it's just like you're I, I was sound I when I was on <laughs> I wasn't even gonna talk about this. When I found my first found myself there I was playing a a game, like a board game on the ground. Like the game of life almost. It was kinda like that game with these two kids and a dog that could fly. Yeah, get that, right? And I thought I was in a dream at first and I was like, wait a minute, I'm not this is not a dream. I know the difference between dreams and, and, and this was not a dream. But when I realized that everybody around me started nodding their head, you're right, it's not a dream. They were like, you're right, it's not a dream. And I couldn't hear anybody say anything except they were all talking to me. We were, And they were communicating, saying, yes, yeah, yeah. It's. And then the only time they said anything with their mouth, they said, whoa. And then when they did that, it was because I said, whoa. <laughs> and they started laughing, too. They laughed, too. I mean, there was people all over the place. They were wearing gowns. The first person I saw was Abraham Lincoln. He walked up to me and said, Daniel, is the copy still good? And I, went, I jumped up and said, yes, sir. I said, he goes, Daniel. And I jumped up and said, sir, yes, sir. And he goes, and I go, and I went, that's Abraham Lincoln. And everybody was shaking their head going, yeah. And I went, whoa. And they all went, whoa. <laughs> it was laughter. Fuck, it was a blast. It was fun. That's what I'm trying to ex exude. It was joy in the presence of God. There's so much joy. It's crazy. Man, when Jesus walked up to me, I couldn't even stand up. And, and he looked at I'm looking at him when I spotted he could, could stand up. I'm looking at him. My knees are shaking. My legs are quivering. I'm like, oh, my God. 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 On the inside, right? <laughs> And everybody's laughing. They were laughing. We could all hear. They could all hear my thoughts. I went. They're hearing me. And he's like, and he smiles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh wow, this is cool. He starts talking to me about faith right away. Bam. So let's get back on subject. <laughs> that was crazy, huh? Now I did that for a teaser too, by the way. I wasn't planning on talking about that. And I was going to go in a different direction, but he kept going. No, 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 no. But I see that what we're doing here. What's going on here? That's a teaser. We're going to talk about this one of these days. I'm going to open up and talk a lot about that because I haven't done that yet. I've only talked a little bit about it, you know. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so Dayton as a minister. So why is that important? Why is this such a thing? Because I'm going to tell you something, how hard it is. You guys know how hard it is just normally. Now add God to that factor. Add the fact that you're a minister who takes his job seriously, who hears confession, has to hear women's and men's, whatever, um, I don't hear children's confessions, but they always come and talk to me, and they never have any confessions, so they're cool. But teenagers will come and talk to me, too, and I don't repeat what is said. I won't tell the parents what a teenager tells me, unless it's something crazy, like they're going to hurt themselves or hurt somebody else. You know, I know my lines. I know I'm very, very well well trained in that area, in that way. Understand the why. Understand these. And I understand privacies. I understand parental things. I understand kid things. The thing is, is that when I talk to kids... They turn back to their parents. So that's a gift. That's not me. That's the Holy Spirit that does that. That's the Spirit of Christ who does that work. I know this. I don't get in the way of that. That's why God uses me a lot because I don't get in the way of his work. I say yes 
I don't care if I know what to, I ask him too. I say, what are we doing? What are we doing? I'll bug him all the way there. Not knowing, going, what the heck, man? I got to walk out on faith in this again. You know, it's like, okay, cool. I'm down. I'm guess This is fun. Oh, good. I get to use my face. Oh, good. I, get, I don't even know what to say. I am not scared. How can you do that? Walk up to people. I walk up to crowds of people, different types of people, bikers, People that are witches, pitch people that have been in. Hey, I know witches. I got friends that are witches. Uh, they're not that like I made friends with the world or anything. These are people that I minister to. I talk to. I I take them to the Lord, and they know me as a minister, as a man who 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 will come and talk to you about God and give you counsel of God. They know me that way, because I've been doing this for years, and I and I keep doing it. I don't have a choice. It's something that's inside of me that says, Danny, you. you this has got to be done. And as a minister, that's serious. I have to protect that. So, I don't know, man. You're really going to have to really find yourself a serious match. Because how are you going to find one? You go to church, I thought it was really going to be easy there. Nope. No way. Nuh-uh. No, it's... It, whoa, it got way bad. It, whoa, a couple times it got really bad. So, I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I can't do this anymore. So, I I took off from 2003 until... Oh, I just started looking a couple of years ago. Just kind of looking around. See what's out there. Just finally got to where I was healthy enough to do that, you know. I don't have any money, but it, you don't have to have money to have a girlfriend. Although in this day and age, it kind of seems like you do. But then again, the pond, who you're looking for. I don't look for freaking fast chicks anymore because fast chicks ain't it. Don't look for young girls. I, I try to go for like somebody between the 40 and I'm 60. So from 40 up to 56. Because any closer than that, uh, I just... I don't know. It feels like it's uh, I'm with my sister or something. It's just weird. I got a weird thing going on in my brain with that one. So it's it's a good thing. I like it because I like um, ladies that make me laugh and younger ladies that used to make me laugh. So, but you know, somebody was my same age and they were cool, but they're not. They're in a different time. They're in a different frame of mind. Maybe because I didn't grow up very much uh, or grow up, didn't start growing up. Maybe I got 10 years ago. If maybe because it's 10 or 20 years, maybe that's what I'm missing in my growth, right, from childhood. I don't know, but I know when I had the awakening eight years ago, everything changed, and it's still changing. And guess what? I'm becoming more myself, and I feel better and better than I've ever felt. I feel stronger now. I feel, I'm constantly feeling better all the time. Not worse, even when I got, got sick last year a little bit. It was from stress and stuff. I knew what to do. I did it, and I freaking came right out of it. And I feel better because of it. And I feel better, 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 better. I make a decision to do something, throw a boundary down, block some people out, say, hey, man, it's just I freaking have had enough. I need to do some shit for myself right now. And then freaking, guess what, man? I feel better. I still have, still have that, man, I'm empathetic, man. I feel bad about some things I say sometimes because I say some of the things I say I have to be really harsh and put my foot down. And I, and I don't like that. It's not me. But I have to. You have to protect some things. I have to be able to actually say yes to the father, man, when he says, hey, man, Danny, you want to go do something right now? I'm like, yeah. Distinguishing between the voice of Jesus and the voice of the father is not that hard. If you spend time with them, spend time with them and you'll know the voices. You'll know their voice. You'll know the voice of the Holy Spirit. So you feel the prompting of the Holy Spirit. You're going, that's the Holy Spirit. Christ is giving a prompt to you. Through the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's prompting you to do something. However you want to look at it, just do it. And guess what? You'll be rich for it. All the richer for it. And so will humanity. That's the whole point. It's because every time I step out to go do something for God, I know that humanity is going to increase, including the person I'm with. It's going to increase. From it. 
And it's that way with every single person on the earth. If we would just see that and do that and look at people and go, good God, I'm here for the better of you too. Great, what can we do? You know, we would have a world that was different. We would not have people running around shooting people with freaking machine guns, shooting children, by the way, with machine guns, or people in malls, they're docile, not doing anything, they're just having a good time in the mall, right? Guy goes in with a machine gun and kills everybody. Kids in school, teenagers, they're in school, you know? Kid, one of their fellow students goes in, kills everybody. Freaking maliciously does it and plans it too, by the way, and maliciously plans it and goes in and does this. Just watching a Parkland case just recently. There's another one, too, you know, because this kid's getting sentenced here soon, right? There's another one, too. Where did we have that? Uvalde. That was really horrible. I mean, uh, freaking uh, uh, Sandy Hook. Freaking bad. This Columbine. Bad. All these things can be avoided if we would just do that one thing I just said. Hell, if everybody would sit down together or not and take a bong hit before they freaking leave the house they'd be more peaceful outside the doors they wouldn't be getting into fights they wouldn't be freaking driving like maniacs and they certainly wouldn't be going into gun houses or, or schools and malls and theaters and whatever and shooting people with freaking guns i'm not kidding i am not kidding about that that is freaking what the whole earth needs to do get a freaking get a clue Mellow the freak out. Peace is our... We're never going to survive if we don't find peace. Listen, right now there's tension over there in China. Right now, we don't know if we can, like, you know, skate off any freaking thing. They do. And then we got freaking Russia doing shit. And we're meddling around, you know, helping Ukraine. I know we're helping the Ukraine. That's great. We need to help them. Not very many people are, what? but, you know, man, some other countries could help be helping them too. We don't need to be the only one that does this. Because, listen, the freaking all the other nations... That like Russia and stuff, they point their weapons at us, by the way. And guess what? We're not impervious to the freaking getting nuked and set back to the Stone Age here. As well as having a freaking full-fledged freaking invasion from a couple of different ways. As well as having rockets, red glare, dropping bombs on our ass down here. We don't need that. So what do we do? Do we make peace with China? I love the Chinese. I love China, man. I love doing business with them. Personally, I, I pray to God it never escalates that far. That we would all end up in a freaking third world war. But that's right on the brink of where we're at right now. We're right on the edge of that right now. I said that kind of weird. <laughs> we're on the brink of that. That's what I'm trying to say, people. Yeah, sometimes when I get jacked up, my words kind of come out a little fumbled. I don't mean to. It's because I get a little slightly tongue-tied because peas and carrots and peas and carrots is not enough of what I say during the week while well, I'm not doing the broadcast. <laughs> So, I'm just kidding. I do plenty of peas and carrots. It's not that. Sometimes I think faster than I can open my mouth up and speak. And so it comes out. <laughs> not in tongues either. That's not tongues. That was just a garble gobble gobble. You know? You know, I notice people when they smoke. They smoke reefer and they get silent. They get a smile on their face. And get, all <laughs> get all happy, you know? Yeah, hey man, we gotta go to the swimming pool and drain it, go skateboard in it. You know, she like, I mean, it's already drained, dude. Oh wow, cool! Down there out there skateboarding. You know, okay, so all those kids are out skateboarding, having a good time, right? They're not sitting in their house on a freaking violent video game. They're out skateboarding, their friends are having fun. You know, they're doing swimming pools because they're in the backyard. They get ran out. 
But you know they have in the skateboard parks. Great. If you go down to the mall and try to skateboard out there on the freaking parking lot or something, you get ran out. You go to a, a tennis court, you can't even skateboard in there, and that's one of the smoothest places. You know what I'm going to do to skateboard park, by the way? I'm going to actually, actually have tennis courts that you cannot play tennis in, but you can only skateboard in them. I'm not kidding you. I am not kidding. When I got the money to do this, I'm going to do it. I'll tell you what, I'm going to use it too. Yeah. And no rollerblading on those. We'll have one for a rollerblade or so because rollerblading on tennis courts is fun. I did that a few times. I don't care if it's against the lie. Know what rules are for. They're meant to be broken. But these ones that I have with God can't be. And the ones that you have personally with yourself can't be either. They shouldn't be. Personal integrity and honor. Honor on the job, man. Fuck, I did some jobs. Worked for some uh, places where I didn't give a shit when I first started working, right? When I was a teenager and when I was a young 20-year-old idiot that didn't know anything and thought he knew everything you know i was freaking a shitty employee but as i got older i started realizing that man you know i was reading scriptures and realizing that christ jesus has done so many things that were honorable for me how could i ever want to be dishonorable for him and i've been dishonorable many times i screwed up even just you know 30 years ago 20 30 years ago you know and and freaking because i wasn't beyond that I was, and you, you should be above reproach but you know what we're humans we make mistakes we do stuff life gets to us it fucking builds up and some of us go berserk and we shouldn't be we need to get help get help hey listen if you got nobody around you and you're fucking thinking about doing some bad shit like mass murder go talk to somebody get some help please don't kill people that's not right you don't want that on your conscience and we don't need any of this stuff going on listen we got enough tension already we don't need that going on too. What do you think a war would do if we got into it? Split us, divide us, or bring us together? Depends on where it's at, really. To be honest with you. Because if it was right here, I think it would bring us together. But then again, I kind of wonder if I watch these crazy nuts go freaking, as I'm watching the January 6th area over and over again, remembering that these guys freaking try to take four hours hitting the Capitol buildings. They were there to kill somebody. You know, I started crying yesterday. I started weeping while I was watching it. Spirit, Holy Spirit inside of me started weeping when I was watching Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi saying, what What are you not doing? You know, do your jobs. You know, and help us. And blah, 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 blah. Why isn't anybody blah, 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 blah. You know, trying to get help us. And nobody was coming there to help them. Nobody was coming there to help them. Oh, my God, people. What the hell is wrong with you? Drink the wrong freaking, they're drinking a bunch of crazy Kool-Aid is what's going on. The Trump people are out of their minds. The Trump is as dirty rotten as I thought he was. It wasn't actually a thought. I saw him. I saw him for what he was. I see his heart. I see the people. I see people's hearts. I don't see everybody's. Because uh, I probably don't like to look at everybody's. But when God shows me somebody's heart and he shows me the truth, it's the truth. And I called it out. And I was right. I told him he's not president material. He's going to get us in trouble. He's going to hurt us as a nation big time. And don't believe what he's doing. He's a shyster. He's a freaking grifter. I lost friends over that. They're idiots. Well, you know what? Screw them. I don't care. And if you're one of my friends and I lost you over that, and you want to come to my house and kick my ass because I just said screw you, do it. Bring it. Bring it. Because I'm justified. Guess what? I'm justified. I know what happens when I'm justified. Yeah. Don't screw around with prophets of God. Don't screw around with healers. You Don't screw around with people of God. Just don't do that. I'll just remain justified. That's all I have to do. I was already told that. I was told that three days ago, too. Yeah, but one of the angels of God. I was like, whoa. I'm praying. And he speaks to me. I'm like, oh, okay. I just, just remain justified. I said, that's not easy to do when you're me. Because I get a little cocky sometimes. I want to get in a fight sometimes because I'm so damn pissed off at everybody. But I don't. 
Because I call, I call it back. I go, no, I'm not going to get a fight. And I know I need to turn the other cheek, and I will. Because when it comes, push comes to shove, I do do the right thing. And I protect that thing about between me and God. Even though I'm a man, and I got freaking emotions, and I got freaking senses, and I got an so sensitive now, it's crazy. Even though my feet are freaking numb, uh, which is great, because I can't feel any heat. Why don't you walking around barefoot? And I'm like, God dang, I got some nice calluses, man. I could run down there to the gravel now. I was running the other day on the gravel. I was like, yeah, this is great. I can do this again. Why am I so happy about that? Because I feel young. I feel like I did when I was freaking a teenager and in my 20s when I was invincible. You know, when I was made of rubber? Back when I was made of rubber, when we all were, wasn't it great? You know? <laughs> it was, and I feel like I'm feel young again. I jogged, oh yeah, I jogged again today. Yahoo! Jogged another mile and a half, man. Actually, I jogged a little bit more than that. A mile and a half of one block. I go to a block at a time, pedal at a block at a time. I sort of started, but I, I thought I was going to start to yesterday when I started doing that and about jog, in a jog a mile and a half. I was like, oh, I'm going to jog like freaking, <laughs> I'm only going to jog like a block. And I went block and a half, two blocks, three, and I kept going. I was like, wow, this is great. I just kept going, breathing. It's just fine, everything. I'm like, all right, whatever. I didn't lose it. It's like riding a bike, man. I haven't jogged in four or five years since I ripped the backside of my freaking tendon my ripped those uh ligaments off the back side of my ankle on my right side it's my ankle is real weak and it twists so sometimes and it gets twisted one time way too many times when i was walking i had been walking on the end of a walk uh two blocks from my house on the way back from a three-mile walk i was and i was pop rack school man i tell you what it hurt bad but i could feel it around the front i knew what happened because i could feel the feel it pop off and what happens is you'll feel the a string go like a string of shh go through your freaking the front part of your of your muscle on the front part of your ankle and that's what i felt and said i knew it was tenant uh, ligament and i reached back there and sure enough i could feel where they pulled off that's all nice and smooth back there again i'm like oh no way <laughs> and i jogged again today and it's no pain man i still got it wrapped up but i'm like i gotta take this wrap off though in a minute because it's like my foot's starting to cramp up now and it's going up you had it on too long today right you know and you gotta oh my god take it off i'm like oh thank god <laughs> you know it's like your foot's talking, going, Help, help, get me out of this fucking thing. Oh, my God, get it. It's like a straight jacket. Oh. You know? <laughs> and then we take it off, you're going, Oh, oh God. Oh, I thought I was going to die. You know? <laughs> oh, jeez. Life is fucking trippy, ain't it? And it really is, man. So, you know, I'm kicking back, and I'm thinking to myself, and thinking, man, how am I going to, you know, it's, it's going to be almost impossible to find a wife. You can't find one in church. You can't find one, you know, just on the internet, because it's crazy. I, I tried that. It doesn't work. I have went out on a few dates, and it's not good. I went over to a couple guys' house, thought it was going to be cool to just sit around and have coffee. All they want to do is freaking have sex, and they want you to freaking pay for it. Give me a gift card, please. And then I'll go and have sex with you. I'm like, I don't want sex. What the fuck are you doing here, then? You freaking wasted my time. Freaking hooker. Damn, man, skanky hole. Get away from me. Wah. You know? Sorry, but it's the truth, you know? I'm blunt, okay? I don't hold things back. I don't care if you like it or not. I don't care. Oh, he's supposed to be respectful. He's a minister. Uh, <clears throat> um, you religious spirit, you. Life is life, and it comes sticky, icky, gicky, ooky. And it comes slimy and gross and freaking, and you can't hide behind your real religious, pompous, freaking, Puritan freaking prudent freaking attitude about life because life has poop 
It has poop, people. It has freaking monkeys that throw shit at you if you're near them. It has freaking crazy people that will jump on you and bite you for no freaking reason. It has freaking meth addicts that will freaking leave their freaking syringes laying on the ground with blood in it still. You know, for children to find. It has freaking weird-ass freaking cliffs that you can fall off if you get too cliff to, too close to because, you know, you want to go look over the cliff to see, ah, how far down, ah, rock slide, you know, it has whatever the hell you call that when you're, you're in Switzerland and you got to go over a cliff and what they call that, a ger, a kergrenker or something like that, whatever now it's called. I don't know. It's got those two. It's got bears that will eat you in the woods if you go too far into the woods where there's bears. It's got lions on some continents. There's freaking crazy ass cats that are huge that will eat your ass. Man, they have them here. We have them here. They're called mountain lions and they're big too. They're not small. Yeah, you're right. No, bobcats are big too. Lynxes too. They're big too. Yeah, I ran into a lynx one time. I went the other way. It went the other way, too. We saw each other and went the other way. Well, the opposite way. One time. One time. No, I know the difference between bobcat and freaking lynx and a, and a cougar. I live in Idaho. Doggone it. I'm not stupid. I freaking don't live in the city. I live in the city, but I wasn't there. I didn't spend no time here. I don't like the city. I spend my time in the mountains and out in the desert and out and <laughs> going crazy. You know, yeah, I had to go out of the city. The city is just weird, man. It's weird here and there's weird people here. I had a lot of enemies in this city when I was born. I didn't, I didn't know it, and I kept running into them over the years. Finally, there's no more enemies, thank God. Oh, yeah, a block, a, the next block over on Catherine Street, over by where my, my best friend grew up over at Catherine Shoshone. <laughs> right over here, one block. I'm a hero, I found out yesterday. I was going to say something, but I, I'm like laughing about it today. Yeah, I'm a hero, one block over from here, because I saved a guy's dog from getting ate by a freaking pit bull by putting myself between that that dog and that guy in that pit bull. But I know my authority in Christ, and that dog will not bite me. And uh, I ran it off. I know exactly what I'm doing. I run dogs off. I've done it many times. But I don't suggest everybody to do it. I just understand my authority. If you understand your authority in Christ, you know that dog ain't going to hurt you. It will not bite you. Neither will a bear. <laughs> if you stand up to it, don't run from it. Same thing with a freaking lion or a cat or whatever, you know. You don't run from those animals, man. You don't run from elephants. You stand your ground. You don't do that. You don't run from them. We all know this, but what do we do when we get scared? We run. Why do some people run some people don't? Because the people that are freaking afraid will run first. They get afraid. If you're living in fear, chances are you probably shouldn't even go even around anything like that. But you need to assess yourself, are you? I can't tell you if you are or not. I can only say for myself. Just don't do it. And I know why. Because when you do, they chase you down and eat you. That's why. And you don't want to be eight, right? So you have to have wisdom. That's what I'm talking about. And if you don't use that wisdom in life, where do you get that? You get that from life's experiences. You don't just sit around and talk about wisdom. You don't just sit around and talk about your faith. Faith and wisdom are, uh, go are hand in hand, by the way. You don't just go talking about your faith without actually really showing it. Because there has to be some kind of work that's evidence that you have it. You don't, if otherwise you don't have it. There's evidence there. There's evidence that proves you have it. You show it by the works you do. That's what James said in, in the book of James. You can just sit around and talk about it. Because, yeah, maybe we sit around and talk about crap and never do anything. You don't have faith. You never do anything. Because faith is an action, I'll tell you right now. It's not inaction. It's action. Inaction is... Huh. Fear isn't in action too, but it's it's not in action either. It's in action, by the way. It's the action of running away. Boldness is the action of courage, if you want to put it that way, is the action of faith applied. Running into the situation, whether you know or not, 
That's what I love about working for God. And I love that the most, too. Because I really don't even know what I was going to say when I started this podcast. What I was going to talk about. Other than the dating thing. And that was it. And this is all part of it. It's really that serious. Your relationship with God, my relationship with God, can't be tampered with. And it, because, and as a minister, even more so. And as, as, a, as just a person, if I wasn't a minister, because we all are. If you guys heard that, everybody that's a believer in Christ is a minister, by the way. You need to take it serious that you are, because you really are. You've been inducted into the ministry already by, just read the scriptures. He'd already said you are. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They'll take up serpents. They won't be bit. They'll drink poisons, and it will not hurt them. They will you know, cast out demons. They will heal the sick. They will walk on water, probably, you know. It wasn't in the list. I just said that. It was kind of a, a sinner thinking about walking on water. That would be cool as hell, huh? Oh, nice, man. Even the fucking water cooperates. Even the water molecules cooperate. Didn't you understand that he was showing his cooperation? Unity on the level that brings utopia to people, that brings love to the source that brings not a fantasy world, a truth, the reality. He's the great reality shifter. His mindset was the perfect mindset. And he shows us the way to God. Him being the way. The relationship with him is more important than any relationship you'll ever have. That's what I meant when I said there's more, more important things than family. Maybe God? Yeah, definitely. Also, working on yourself before you even have family. That's going to be more important than anything. But most people get it backwards. We're in a hurry. When we're in our 20s, we need to slow down. And we need to stay that way our whole life. Just slow the frick down. Take your life at a stride. Go with the flow. Don't go with the freaking force. Go with the power. Force. What does force do? It pushes you in every whatever way you want. It wants you to go. And usually you don't want to go that way. Sometimes you do. Still it's a push. But power. No. Power is, tr power is truth. And power. The true power of all things is love. We're here because of love. We're here to learn about love. We're here to express love, experience love. Everything about love. And then, oh, he's talking about love. I thought he was a tough guy. Get off your high horse, man. Come on, man. We're talking about really, really, come on, man. Our truest created, our truest self is love. You're, you should be working on your highest self, your higher self. You should be working on your higher self. Making yourself a better person every single day. Get up with this purpose. I've been doing this for years. But I re I had to reestablish this again. You know, give myself another boost and say, okay, here we go. We're going to redo it again. Re start on a new, you know, shake off the old and start on a new beginning of this thing again. I'm going to do this after I take a drink of water. I'll tell you what it is. Oh, boy, that was nice. It was needed. Here's that thing. My intention, my main intention every day is to get up is, is to wake or to come into this day and be a, be a better person than I was the day before. It's been that way for years. And sometimes I fail. I mean, I fail a lot. But I've noticed something, though. Oh, the last few years, I've gotten some traction. And I'm doing better at that. And I'm getting better at it, too. And I've noticed that the better I, the more I do that, the more relaxed I am with everything. And the more I just take everything in stride. And really, it's, I'm able to go with the flow. And not try to force anything or, you know, control it. You know, we we are all slightly narcissistic in some ways, you know, because we tailor our life for ourselves. But that's but that's our that's also our gift, though, in a way that we we have the ability to live whatever life we choose to live. It's our mind that gives that 
it gives rise to it. It's, you know what gives rise to form is the cube. But if you think about it, it's really structure is what it is. What gives rise to form is structure. Not the cube, it's structure. The cube is just a structure. And structure, think about it. If you, everything's in wave form, including your thoughts, everything. If you want it to particleize or want it to become a structure, want it to become something in this reality, think about it enough and talk about it and stuff, then let it go and see what happens. And I'll guarantee you, the more you do that, the more you'll start seeing things and you'll realize you've been manifesting your life this whole time. And that's where I come almost to a close. And I'm going to say this. Dating as a minister is 10 times harder, if not 100 times harder, because you have to factor in the fact that you're working for God and not every woman, if it's a guy, or every man, if it's a girl. Um, talk to both sexes here, both of us. It, it, it's, it's not easy. It's harder than crap because... You're not going to, ladies, you're going to have, if you're a minister, you're going to have a hard time finding a guy that will understand that. Gals, uh, guys, if you're a minister, you're going to have a hard time finding gals that understand that. And your best bet is probably to be single so that you can serve the Lord and just not worry about it. Overcome your lust, however you got to do it, just overcome it. But so you can serve him because I'll tell you what, it's really super hard to find an adequate mate just as a normal person. <clears throat> I watch everybody struggle with that, man. You know, I got a lot of guy friends. You know, and, and they all, they all, they're single, and all, they all struggle with the same thing. Trying to find somebody that's actually real, that's for real, real, and it's not going to burn you, but also make your life hell while you're with them. You know, and as a minister, it can get 100 times worse because you get attacked a lot as a minister. And guess what? If you're married, guess where they attack? They attack the female. They attack the female. Because if they can't get you, they'll get her. So you might be saving your, what you think is a future mate, some uh, headache and some stress. And uh, maybe don't pursue that if you can. If you can pursue it, pray to God you get a wife and pray to God and let that go. And here's how you do that. You look at the scriptures in the Old Testament and you see how Isaac and Jacob and those guys got a wife. And then you pray God does it that way because there ain't going to be no other way. Because this world is crazy and insane. And it's ten times, not a hundred times harder for a minister to find an aquatic. Because you got to protect your relationship with God. Period. And you've really got to double protect it as a minister. And guess what? In your own home, you want sanctuary. And that's what I'm going to bring this into the broadcast. So... Food for thought, something to think about uh, for future ministers. You know, you might want to think about these things. And I'm closing it out. So don't touch it out because we will be. I will be right back. Universal Broadcast. Broadcasting live across the universe. This is Rev DDT.